Thanks for joining me on episode 1207 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. I'm Jack Altweil. I challenge you to invest in yourself, invest in others, develop your influence, and impact the world by using your time, your talent, and your treasures to live out your calling. Having the ability to set goals and consistently work towards them is key, and one way to be inspired to do this is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship Podcast with my friend, Scott Mater. Think about it. Have you ever been to a party and you've seen people jockeying for position, trying to be recognized as a bigwig? Maybe they're ordering extra things, they're dropping, they're paying for the meal for everybody else, they're doing other things to call attention to themselves. And I don't know about you, but usually when I observe that, I feel, why are you trying to make this all about you? Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's Spiritual Foundation episode about developing your influence, I talk with you about Luke chapter 14, verses 1 through 14. I share how this parable is so much about humility and pride, and I also talk about how this sense of humility can lead to more growth. Luke chapter 14, verses 1 through 14 says, One Sabbath, when Jesus went to eat in the house of a prominent Pharisee, he was being carefully watched. There in front of him was a man suffering from abnormal swelling of his body. Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in the law, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. So taking hold of the man, he healed him and sent him on his way. Then he asked them, If one of you has a child or an ox that falls into a well on the Sabbath day, will you not immediately pull it out? And they had nothing to say. When he noticed how the guests picked the place of honor at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of the honor, for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host who invited both of you will come and say to you, give this person your seat. Then humiliated, you will have to take the least important place. But when you are invited, take the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he will say to you, friend, move up to a better place. Then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Then Jesus said to his host, When you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives or your rich neighbors. If you do, they may invite you back, and so you will be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The story from Luke is one that at first glance feels a little disjointed. It starts out with Jesus going to eat in a Pharisee's home. Remember, the Pharisees were the keepers of the law. And he's there to eat on the Sabbath, and this person shows up who's obviously sick and needs some help. And Jesus challenges the Pharisees. He says, is it wrong to heal this man on the Sabbath? Because 
healing or doing that kind of work on the Sabbath was considered work. And in the culture at this time, there was no work to be done on the Sabbath. But he's pointing out to the Pharisees that taking care of people is not work. It's part of what we're supposed to do at all times, that there wasn't any direct commandment anywhere against healing on the Sabbath. He points out that you would go get your ox or your donkey if they've hurt themselves. You would take care of them. So why is taking care of people somehow wrong? And then he kind of pivots and goes into this story about sitting at the place of honor. Now, if you don't know, and at this time in history, whenever you came in, if you were seated at a place of honor, that means seated at the head table, seated at the right hand of the person that had thrown the party, that was considered the most prestige or honor. You were being recognized as somebody important. And Jesus is saying that the Pharisees, when they come into this party, they're all jockeying for position. They're all trying to find the seat as high up as they can get to show that they are somebody important. And Jesus basically says, don't do that. Instead, go down to the lowest place and sit there. And then whenever somebody comes over and raises you up, then you're really being pointed out as a a person of honor. That's actually better for you. Now, here's the thing. It's not really about where you're sitting at the table. The idea here is that the truth is we are waiting for God to recognize us and raise us up. Jesus is making an analogy that at the end of the day, this is about having humility. This is about recognizing that you're not the most important person here, that the relationship that we have with God is more important, that having that humility actually leads to more honor and more growth for you and for the people around you. Jesus then goes on and says, what's more, if you're throwing a party, don't just invite all the important people. Instead, invite the people that can't directly even attend. Invite the poor, invite the lame, invite the people that are just not the people that you would normally invite. Because instead of using this party as a place of honor, use this party as a gift for others, a gift that truly they can't repay. Again, making the analogy about our relationship with God, the fact that we are given a gift that we can never repay, and yet we are blessed to receive it. It's not about the honor or the pride. It's about humility. And I would argue that most of our conflicts and sin comes about through a sense of pride. It's through that feeling of, I've got this, I can do this, I'm the one, I'll take care of it, that we often end up falling on our face. And I think this parable, this passage, this story is trying to make us understand that, think about it, have you ever been to a party and you've seen people jockeying for position? trying to be recognized as a bigwig. Maybe they're ordering extra things, they're dropping, or they're paying for the meal for everybody else. They're doing other things to call attention to themselves. And I don't know about you, but usually when I observe that, I, why are you trying to make this all about you? 
Why are you trying to hold yourself up as somehow more important than everyone else? It gives you an uncomfortable feeling. And, it, and instead, when you see that person that comes in and just does things, maybe they do pay for the meal, but they don't do it and draw attention to it. They do it just without really telling anyone they're doing it. And when you go to pay for your meal, it's already been paid for. Doesn't that feel somehow more authentic, somehow more powerful, somehow something that makes you feel even more indebted in a way to those that have done it for you? I think that's what Jesus is talking about in this passage from Luke. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor. Go over to facebook.com slash inspired stewardship and like our Facebook page and mark it that you'd like to get notifications from us so that we can connect with you on Facebook and make sure that we're serving you to the best of our abilities with time and tips there. Until next time, invest your time, your talent, and your treasures, develop your influence, and impact the world.